it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. Here are your hosts, Josh Shapiro and Tristan Maddie. What's up, guys? It's Tristan here, back for episode 88 of the Grants Crew podcast. It is Wednesday, March 20th, and I'm happy to say that we have regular season baseball. I mean, we got the opening series going on in Japan right now between the Seattle Mariners and the Oakland Athletics, and it does count, guys. It does. You could tell because the MLB social media account uses that same stupid joke that they use every time for opening day that the Seattle Mariners are on pace for 162 wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. But it was really cool to see Ichiro get the reception that he did in Japan. He didn't play the whole game, but, you know, the crowd gave him a nice standing ovation. It was cool to see how the team reacted and everything like that. They gave him his moment to let him shine. And it was really awesome. I mean, Ichiro is one of the greats. He's in a more baseball immortal, I think, at this point. And, you know, it's cool to see that he's still going. I mean, this guy has kept himself in great shape. And he's the first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. So all that was really cool. And, you know, we're just about a week from the rest of baseball kicking off. It's March 28th. Today is March 20th. So a week and a day. I can't wait. Really need to see my Yankees start off, but, you know, it's not looking too great because we're already getting hit with injuries, but I don't want to talk about it. we got plenty of other things to talk about. And we'll start with Behind the Brand. So, Behind the Brand, we talked a little bit last week about the new t-shirt coming out, the vintage tee. It's really cool, one of our sleek designs, you know, a nice lifestyle brand uh, type of shirt because that's what we are, baseball lifestyle. So, you know... It's got the logo up on the chest, and then you got Baseball Lifestyle 101 going down the spine. I have the shirt myself. I love it, and I'm going to wear it out probably this weekend. So, it's a cool shirt. You guys should check it out. That's up on bl101.com. And we also have a giveaway going on right now, and that's a chance at winning a number pendant. So, you could put your uh, favorite jersey number up, and you could get a chance to win a necklace with that number on it. What you're going to do for that... So you're going to go to the link in Baseball Lifestyle 101's Instagram. And you're going to enter your email and your favorite jersey number. And then you'll have a chance at winning a free necklace. So that's all it takes. You do two those two things and you got a chance. It's going to take not even a minute. So go check that out. That's on the Baseball Lifestyle Instagram. And of course, we got the code for you guys, like I mentioned last week. And that's for free shipping. That's only for the podcast listeners. You're going to want to use the code GROUNDSCREW. No spaces, just straight GROUNDSCREW. Go to the bl101.com website, and whatever you're ordering, it's going to be free shipping with that code, GROUNDSCREW. So make sure you guys all go check that out. Of course, we like to hook it up for you guys. Now we got some big news this week, and if you follow baseball at all, you probably already have seen that Mike Trout just got a record-breaking extension. 12-year deal, $430 million. It's the biggest contract in American sports history. It's going to make him the highest-paid professional athlete in American sports history. And it's not really surprising if you know baseball. I mean, this guy's a two-time AL MVP. He's the best player in baseball by far. And he's in the prime of his career. So we saw Bryce Harper get a $330 million deal a couple weeks ago. 
And this deal is just, it's 30% bigger than that. This deal is ginormous. I mean, $430 million, that's $36 million per year. It's $65 million more, over that actually, than Canelo Alvarez's deal, boxing deal. Now, Mike Trout was set to hit free agency in 2020. That would be, he would be 29 at that point. And we already saw some of what the recruiting would look like because, you know, if a guy like that hits the market, everybody's going to fly to that. Every big market team in baseball is going to be attracted to that. So we saw Bryce Harper recruiting him, and obviously everybody knows that the Yankees like to pursue these kind of guys. So it was really a tough situation for the Angels to be in. I mean, you can't get let a guy like this go. This guy has had possibly the best start to a career in baseball history. I mean, in 1,065 games, he slashed 307, 416, 573. He's had 240 home runs, 648 runs batted in, 793 runs, and 189 stolen bases. I mean, this guy's a complete package. He's a gold glover. He could go out and give you highlights on the field. He could steal a bag whenever you need him to. And he's going to drive runs in and put the ball out of the park. He's just a beast. I mean, he's a different specimen. You look at this guy and how he is molded, and he's just a step above everyone else. And the numbers really back that up. I mean, no player has had more wins above replacement through their age 26 season than Mike Trout. And he has 64 wins above replacement since he's been in the majors. So the Angels are locking him up through his age 38 season. That's probably going to take him to the rest of his career. I mean, at 38, he might be ready to hang it up. Let's be real. So it basically makes makes him an angel for life. If anything, he's not going to leave at that point unless he decides to go home and play for the Phillies for a year or two. But basically makes him an angel for life and good for them. Like I said, it makes him the highest paid player in American sports history. It puts his career earnings at a total of $577.85 million. That's more than LeBron James. That's more than Tom Brady. Any of those guys that you can think of. Mike Trout is set to make more money than any of those guys off of contracts. Obviously, these guys make more money through endorsements because Mike Trout doesn't have as big of a name, which is really a shame because a guy like this with this kind of contract who has this kind of skill should be everywhere. Everybody should know Mike Trout. Everybody knew Derek Jeter. Everybody should know Mike Trout because Mike Trout's a better player than Derek Jeter ever was. He might be a better player than A-Rod ever was. So those guys had personal brands and everybody knew them. Not everybody knows Mike Trout and I think everybody should. But he's set to make more money on contracts than those guys. Even Bryce Harper was happy for him. I mean, we saw Bryce Harper trying to recruit him early and telling everybody he's going to try and get him to the Phillies, but that's not going to work out, unfortunately. It would have been a lot of fun, but not going to happen. Bryce actually talked about their text messages, their conversations throughout the offseason, and Bryce had actually said that he told Mike Trout, man, I want to get as much as I can so that you could blow me out of the water, pretty much, and that's exactly what he did. Like I said... 30% more, more than $100 million more. So there you have it. No more speculation. Mike Trout is going to be an angel for life, and he's going to get paid handsomely. Now, the next question is whether or not the Angels are going to be able to take advantage of Mike Trout's prime. I mean, they got him locked up now. They don't have to worry about him going anywhere for a long, long time, if ever. 
But they've made the playoffs just once in his eight-year run so far. And that one time, they got swept. We talked about this a while back. So they've already wasted eight years of prime baseball from Mike Trout because throughout those eight years, he hasn't had a down year or anything. He's just been consistently probably the best player in baseball. Rookie of the year, could have won MVP that year, won MVP the following year, and the year after that. I mean, this guy's a machine. Now, it's not to say the Angels haven't tried. I mean, last year they went out and made some moves. They got Ian Kinsler. They got Zach Cozart. They got Antrelton Simmons before that. So they've made some moves to try and make themselves a better ball club. But it hasn't really worked out. I mean, they haven't gotten the right pieces, I guess. But, you know, they're willing to spend money. And a couple years ago, we saw them go out and get Albert Pujols. We saw them go get Josh Hamilton and C.J. Wilson and turn themselves into what everybody thought was going to be a super team in baseball, which really didn't work out. But the Angels have shown that they're willing to go out and sign players, make moves to compete. Maybe it'll work out. Who knows? They just finished a $3 billion television deal, and that's kind of what allowed them to go out and give this uh, huge deal to Mike Trout. And it's going to allow them to go out and spend a little bit more money on other players uh, over the next couple of years. So, only time will tell if they can take advantage of what they just did with Mike Trout. And we can only hope. I mean, Mike Trout might go down as one of the game's best players ever. So it would be a real shame to see him not get that ultimate milestone. We also saw a couple more guys get extended over these past couple days. The Houston Astros just agreed to a deal with third baseman Alex Bregman on a six-year, $100 million extension. That's going to pay him just shy of $20 million per year. And it's going to take him through his remaining arbitration years, doesn't have to deal with any of that, as well as the first two years of his free agency. It's a nice move for the Astros. I mean, the 24-year-old third baseman is coming off what's definitely the best year of his career. I mean... He finished 5th in MVP voting, he had a 926 OPS, 31 home runs, 103 RBI, and 10 steals. I mean, this guy has taken another step into turning himself into one of the game's better players. He's only been in the league for a few years, but he definitely made has made huge strides over those few years. And it also seems like he has kind of the ferocity to get better and want to improve and be the face of a franchise. He has the personality to be a face of a franchise. So it's a really nice move for the Astros to lock him down for a few, uh, few more years and keep him as one of the centerpieces of what's been a really stellar core. They have plenty of pieces to remain relevant, relevant for a while, actually. They have Bregman. He's 24 years old. They have Altuve, 28. They have Carlos Correa, George Springer, all these guys, and they have more coming up because they still have a great farm system. Now they have Bregman and Altuve locked up through 2024, and this Houston Astros uh, franchise just seems like it's run really well. They seem like a good organization to play for. They seem like they take care of their guys. And then the final extension that we saw this past week, it's on the verge of getting done, and it's something we talked about a few weeks back, and it's Eloy Jimenez, the top prospect for the Chicago White Sox. I've said it before, I think it's a great move for the White Sox. They're not a huge franchise, not a big market team, 
So they're extending a guy who could be a potential star in this league. I think it's a really nice move for Chicago. And then we've got the Yankees going out and signing veteran lefty Gio Gonzalez to a one-year deal. It's going to be a minor league deal worth $3 million. It's got some incentives, though. And the deal allows Gio to opt out by April 20th if he's not satisfied. So it gives him an opportunity to come into camp and compete. Obviously, it's late into camp. He's not going to be on that opening day roster regardless if it was a minor or a major league deal because these guys need some time to prepare. They're not going to just come in and a week before the season starts and be ready to go. But it gives him some time to do exactly that. And the news comes just a few days after Brian Cashman said it is very unlikely that Luis Severino, the Yankees ace, will make any starts before May. That definitely sounds a little bit scary, and who knows, maybe they're going out and signing Gio because uh, this injury is a little bit worse than we think. Luis Severino said he threw another uh, bullpen session, he's been throwing a little bit, and he said he has no pain in that arm, so... We'll see. That's kind of what you would expect him to say. But you can't always trust the players and what they say about their injuries. So it's definitely dangerous territory for the Yankees to be in. I mean, this is a guy that their season is riding on. Their ace, Luis Severino, is one of the better pitchers in the league when he's on. And they can't, I don't think they could do what they're setting out to do without him. And CC Sabathia is also expected to be sidelined till mid April. He's going to be on the injured list to start the season. So that's not good. And they are losing Dellen Batances for the start of the season. So that pitching staff that we all thought was going to be much improved and really good is already off to a slow start because of all these injuries. It's kind of hindering it. Obviously, it's nothing serious, but it was nice that they went out and addressed it after Brian Cashman originally wanted to keep it in-house. Now, Gio has been a durable option over the years. He always seems to get plenty of starts and doesn't really seem to get hurt or get sidelined for an extended amount of time. He's had some ups and downs, but he helped the Brewers chase down the Cubs last season after being traded midway. Struggled with the Nationals, but he finished 2018 with a 10-11 record, a 4.21 ERA, and 148 strikeouts. So he could still pitch in this league. I mean, he's only 33. Guy could still pitch in this league, and he's getting an opportunity. So, I think he will have an opportunity to pitch for the Yankees. It sounds like they're going to need him. Good signing. Cheap signing. This guy was just sitting out there with no job, and he deserved one. The last tidbit of news that we got for today is just a little bit of something going around the rumor mill, and that's that the Brewers are interested in adding closer Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell, he's 30 years old, but I don't think there's any question that he's one of the best closers in the league still. I think it's a testament to how good he really is that his 2018 season was considered a down year with the Red Sox. He had a 2.74 ERA. He had 42 saves on 47 chances. That's a really solid year. Now, the problem is is that he had a 5.91 ERA in the playoffs. Didn't really help the Red Sox on that chase for a World Series title. So that definitely might still be fresh in people's memories, that he's not clutch for whatever reason or something like that. And the fact that his agent made it publicly known that he wanted to be paid like he was the best closer in baseball history. He wanted a huge, long deal. 
And the market wasn't really there for that. So maybe he's holding his ground and doesn't want to waver on his price. But we're a week from opening day, and I think he's going to want to sign with somebody eventually. So the Brewers are interested. I think Craig Kimbrell would help any team. I mean, like I said, he's one of the best closers in the game. And we've seen time over time that bullpens are a huge key to success, especially in the postseason. So it would be a good move for the Brewers. They'd have a nice one-two punch of Craig Kimbrell and Josh Hader. So we'll see. We'll see if they can go ahead and get a deal done. They're coming back with most of the same pieces that they had in the 2018 season, so they should definitely make a run for the playoffs again. That's all we got for you guys today. I appreciate you listening, as always. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope you guys check out that code that I mentioned before, the Grounds Crew. Put that in on BL101.com and get free shipping on your order. I will be in Nashville this weekend. And, of course, I'm going to check out a Vanderbilt game, Vanderbilt versus Florida. So I'm going to be out there having a great time this weekend. I hope you guys do, too. I'll see you later. right there was the grounds crew brought to you by baseball lifestyle